0: mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices message and data rates may apply bank of america and a member fdsc welcome to tribe of two the officially unofficial podcast for star wars the mandalorian on disney plus i'm jim i'm aaron and we're back it's been a little while but we did our preview episode now we have an actual episode of the mandalorian to talk about it's season three episode one boy Chapter 17, the apostate. Uh Aaron, I don't know about you, I know all about being an apostate. All about it. I took my helmet off at one district convention and suddenly
1: uh. I'm an apostate. I've been called an apostate to my face
0: oh, by really? people
1: from within the weird weird cult that we both belong to. Uh Nice. No, I and I got to say I so there's two things one, I I woke up the day this was released, and this was getting panned by a lot of places, including my personal favorite yeah. television critic, Alan Sepinwall.
0: Understandable. Uh,
1: you know, they're, they're talking about the whole book of Boba Fett of it all, and the curious things yep. that they were wanting to catch people up on the previous on, and ones that they didn't, and kind of like how short the episode was after so long away from Mandalorian, um, so I had all these in mind and my genuine kind of disappointment in this series uh, as, as a whole and, and where I where I thought it was going to be, where it was. Um, and also the fact that, like, I really all I'm hoping for is for them to have something interesting to say about, you know, what it's like to try to forge an independent existence after you uh, have been in some kind of high control group, some kind of cult activity. Mm hmm. Uh, so I, I was pleasantly surprised I actually I thought this episode looked amazing the action was fun Grogu continues to be really fun there's some kind of freaky deaky stuff going on in the warp which I think is like I wonder if that's going to just atmosphere where that's going somewhere um, yeah and, and uh, the apostate man I'm I I, I I'm digging it uh, wh- alright th- what, what do you think
0: Uh, I'm not as hot on it. I I feel like all the unforced errors that they had by by splitting this up and try. I I don't know. I am. I'm so cynical, right? I'm looking at this. I'm saying, well, if they didn't try this stupid Boba Fett thing, this would be much more uh, cohesive. It'd be less bumpy uh, road for them to run over. But here they just like completely ignore some of the bumps um, and and clue you in on others in very redundant but necessary ways. Uh, with you know him having to have another scene where we see like the recap the the armor says, "Hey, you took off your helmet. You're no longer a Mandalorian. Go bathe in the mines of Mandalore." And then in the episode proper, they have to do it again, I guess, to catch you up but then it's super curious like the things they don't do which seem perhaps even maybe not more important but just as important like how did grogu get back here last we saw in the mandalorian 2 uh season 2 grogu was off with luke training as a jedi how did that happen the, the what what is this new ship he has right like none of this is mentioned anywhere in either the recap or in the actual episode proper. So it's a very strange return to the Mandalorian. I think like once you get over that, it's it's a fine episode. It it is what Mandalorian is, right? It has its good action scenes in some cases. Um it's I, I will say it moves al- almost too fast. It's it's very like and then this and then this and then this and it just kind of hits you with thing after thing after thing over and over um which i guess you know it's not wasting time in a half hour episode of of bandalorian in a season that only gets eight of them or ten of them i don't know um so i don't know i i thought the episode was like okay but it really detracted all of the rough road they had to run over because of the stupid book of boba fett's stunt that they did
1: yeah, that's the thing. Is like I, I just said on Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantumania that like I I was looking to see how Marvel was going to integrate the uh Disney Plus television cinematic universe the television cin- universe and mm-hmm. the cinematic universe. And I feel like on a Marvel side they're doing a very good job of you know, like you didn't need a lot of context to understand who Kang was, even though he was previously mm-hmm. introduced in a de- different episode. And Kang's character kind of lends itself to that kind of like multifaceted reveal anyway. Totally. Here it just seemed like a very cynical ploy to get people to watch Book of Boba Fett. Like if, yeah. if, if you don't think it's required, we're going to show fully two and a half episodes of strictly Mandalorian content that's about him getting a new weapon and getting a new ship and all and and reuniting with grogu stuff that would have been things that have as a mandalorian fan you'd expect to but clearly they're making a bank of like well if you watched mandalorian you're definitely going to watch boba fett and vice versa and it might not be wrong about that it's just i think they're wrong about that judging by browsing some subreddits and some reaction groups and just really are people saying i'm confused how did all this happen yeah, yeah, or they might—I don't know—they because you also can't tell how many people are like feigning just to score sure, sure. points about the stupid pop culture stuff. I, I don't know, but it, it does seem like uniquely um a lot of things happen that wasn't it, it's one thing if like mm-hmm. the mandalorian shows up incidentally in the boba fett and they have an interaction it's most mostly about boba fett and not really about mandalorian and it might give you an appreciation yeah. of something but whatever like that's the that's a classic comic book thing like you know if you're in a fantastic four episode and the silver surfer stops by and he alludes to something you're not sure about oh see silver surfer issue number 365 to find out blah 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 Mm-hmm. This, yeah, like when you entirely place the guy's ship in the central relationship, off screen from the character's yeah. show's perspective, it's kind of wild. It's but required reading at that point, right? <laughs> I, I had all that. I had all that bitching pre-calculated into this season's value. So it's it's sure. It's it's it's. I think it's fine to say. I think even adjusting for that, it's weird how they cut together the previously on. That's and it's the weird to me. It's weird. The shit that they decided to repeat and and uh, reacquaint people with. Um, but yeah, Boba Fett was just a disaster. Like, honestly, everything on the oh, Star yeah. Wars side, except for arguably parts of Mandalorian and Andor, and 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 probably the animated stuff, because I don't I don't yeah, deal yeah, with yeah. the animated stuff. I, I think it's kind of like a full blown fiasco. So, yeah, of course it is. Um, of course,
0: and I don't want to dwell on it too long because um, the episode doesn't want to dwell on it at all. Uh, but yeah, it definitely... Th- that's the thing that I was here to really look at and say, how are they going to make this yeah. transition? Because it seems difficult. Turns out, yeah, they came off <laughs> the pommel horse and landed on their head. So I guess that's how it goes.
1: But I mean, as far as like this show, I think The Mandalorian just it looks great. Um I've seen stuff out of Obi-Wan that I think looks cheap. Uh I've saw stuff out of Boba Fett that definitely looks cheap and just looks like crappy pre-production design. Um Mandalorian is just always rock solid. It just fucking rolls at the rule of cool. Uh the action is very cool, the characters are very cool. Uh and what's uh-huh. not cool is just it just sickeningly cute. Like the the Grogu. Oh getting scared in the warp and crawling into mando's lap and thus nestling in without even waking up his dad is just like i mean mm. that's fucking cute i'm sorry the Enzelans uh, his interactions with them him trying to hug you know love uh, on the endzellins who are full grown and yeah <laughs> like it's 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 some good it's some good shit
0: yeah that, that did give me i was laughing having a good time with that uh yeah action's good I I am curious to see where they go with this story. Like, it it seems a pretty easy play to just say, well, Mando's going to bathe in the waters. He's got the Darksaber. He's going to lead the people. That seems like a natural story uh, line for him, but who knows
1: what uh, hurdles he's going to encounter as we go along. He's going to be the thing that unifies the Mandalorians after... Mm -hmm. uh, who knows how much time they've spent fractured and apart largely over seems uh, cultural and religious differences which I thought was interesting too yeah
0: yeah totally Um, alright well maybe we should get into the actual recap and we can talk about some
1: of the stuff in depth do not remove your helmet we'll be right back
0: this is the way back to the podcast here's more tribe of two uh we start off pouring some liquid into the forge forging a helmet giving it to what i assume is a foundling uh a giant alligator monster attacks they can't take it down uh here in this group of mandalorians but the true mandalorian shows up in his in one somehow out of nowhere with a baby grogu and blows up the creature in spectacular fashion. I I was actually surprised to see there's some gore coming off this thing, some viscera. Not yeah, a thing they, I expect to see in this show.
1: It's weird that they they show intestines and mm-hmm. beefy chunks flopping around, but they don't actually show the wound. They don't actually show the Fair. cavernous hole it creates So like Disney is kind of wild in what they will and will not show. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, but but that was yeah, that's pretty I, cool. Th- I, okay. The substance of this scene I actually thought we were in a flashback when this started up because I was kind of shocked at like how they've reconstituted the Mandalore, the 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 the, the watch. Because uh-huh. it was pretty bare bones the last time we saw it. They've, you know, got a got a tribe of many more than two going now. Yeah, they're forging um, in a cave, I guess. Yeah. And and I thought uh on like a paradise <laughs> tropical world uh i thought we were seeing din get his helmet you know for the first time me too me too um and i thought it was super interesting that this kid right before he's able to finish his oath of the helmet it was interrupted by the snapping turtle alligator thing uh, and i'm like oh i wonder if there's going to be some kind of really le- weird l- le- loophole but i'm like Clearly it's not Din, but I do wonder if they're doing something with that line. Like they're suggesting that you know, they you know, clearly they're going to deal with that this is going to be a hook, right?
0: Yeah, I, I assume it could be um thematic in its tie-ins uh with Din has as him not quite being a Mandalorian yet. Um or again, I guess. mm mm-hmm. Mhm so i don't know i i'd really like seeing the uh the colorful armor on all these mandalorians because i'm used to just like mando's solid chrome and then boba fett's like green red yellowish kind of thing this has all sorts of blues and oranges and browns
1: all kinds of things i thought it was super cool counterpoint i i i like the i like the colors too i think they need to decide on a palette and like how bright or muted it should be because i think it's looking a little power rangersy <laughs> it would if like, they were all
0: like I, choosing a color but it seems like it's looking like somebody's old beat-up car that they're trying to fix up right like they've got it, down it to a six lot of them paints and
1: explicitly mismatched armor that they're just i kind love of like it throw, yeah, yeah yeah
0: i yeah i don't know why anybody would choose that because like you see them actually painting it, right? You, mm-hmm. you see the armor turning this armor blue, this helmet. So presumably they chose, yeah, I want my shoulder pad to my this pauldron to be orange and this other pauldron to be
1: yellow, and this uh, thigh plate to be green. Or it's a sign of respect to the previous owner that you don't change it. And the reason Mando is allowed to go chrome is because he he's a rare Mandalorian that earned every bit of his best Oh, totally, yeah. I mean, he brought them the materials to do that. So yeah, he's the Mandalorians. Mandalorian. I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like I said, I think it's cool. I just think that like I don't know how many bright blue and primary red and primary yellow colors I want to see. Like I like it when it's more wine and olive and okay, um, you know navy. I, I like it to where it's a little bit of a darker, so it looks like it's you know these are supposed to be bounty hunters. Like, I don't know if it makes sense them <laughs> going in as, like, Harlequin jesters yeah. in the battle. It, it might it might seem a little bizarre. The the pink ranger's not sneaking up on anybody, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love the one dude's sweet business-style mi- minigun. I think that dude's cool. Um, I actually was really looking forward to see the smith going into battle with her hammer. Uh, we didn't quite get to see uh... that before the Mandalorian, the Din, came in there and just lowered the hammer, but... Uh apparently they've never fought one of these things before because they're attacking it at, like
0: its strongest point right like it, it clearly has yeah. some kind of thicker armored shell on it right uh, on its back and they go in with their explosive and put it there
1: well come on guys they're trying to crack it open maybe but yeah why not just put it on <laughs> its, it's like... soft underbelly yeah <laughs> yeah or it's like yeah any joints in its armor um Maybe they think that's unsporting because clearly they're walking <laughs> around with only 50% of their body armored and they're just counting on people not shooting in between the plates. So they're like, it's uh-huh. not sporting to attack it at its weak point. <laughs> uh, I I also, um, I got a kick out of this kid when she puts the helmet on his head, even though he's got like shoulder length hair and there's no fucking way it could possibly form an effective seal. It hisses with that thump, like like it's got some <laughs> kind of like, it's making some kind of airtight seal. Uh huh how, God. It's how? Be uncomfortable like i buy if you have like a turtleneck and the helmet inside has got some kind of magnetic seal but there's no way that much hair is going to be able to effectively seal <laughs> hermetically
0: they have the mandalorians have prehensile hair i don't know if you're aware of this but yeah the kid just pulls it back up or tracks it into the helmet
1: it's sticking noticeably outside the helmet's all I'm shit. saying. Shit. That would have been funny <laughs> oh, if you... blown. What, what ultimate funny would be if it makes that seal sound and the hair just falls. Like, it's <laughs> like you got some kind of, like, laser seal is just... Anything uh-huh. in the way is getting it shit cut, so... Yikes. Alright,
0: uh, yeah. So, anyway, that all happens. Mando asks about, uh, the armor about redemption. Armor says not possible. Um... But Mando wonders if it could be because he has a Mandalorian relic with a Mandalorian inscription on it um, that apparently came from Mandalore and he wants to go to the planet to bathe in the waters of Mandalore and earn his redemption. The armorer agrees that this is the way. And this scene feels both necessary to catch you up on the stuff that happened in Book of Boba Fett and fucking redundant if you've seen it. Uh, They've literally done this exact scene before.
1: Yes. With, yeah, with the added
0: I, wrinkle of I have an I have a artifact from Mandalore.
1: Which, like, I thought it was interesting that the the smith is kind of like, well, that just proves that Mandalore's surface got turned to glass by a nuclear inferno. Which, kind of, yeah. Kinda, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I it is bizarre that they almost word for word repeated the scene from last season. Well, no, not last season, the book of Boba Fett.
0: Right. After doing um, it in the re- showing it in the recap. That's the one thing from Book of Boba Fett that they show you in the recap is this scene. Why would they then go make it again?
1: It's because it's this is the most vital thing. Like this is this, this you know, him sure. losing the Razor Crest and getting a new ship is whatever. Him having Grogu uh, Grogu back in a life. That's puzzling if you like haven't seen I, it. I thought Book there would it'd be a great opportunity for when you know, uh, Karga is like you got this creature back in your life. That's weird. After your mission, like I, I, I wish the Mandalorian had like expanded a little bit more. But that wouldn't be Mandalorian like, for him to be like, sure. let me tell you my backstory that I've been doing. Like he's very taciturn and laconic. Yeah, you know, he could just say, "Can't get rid of him," or something. Right. <laughs> you know. So it's Sarcastic. like they don't have a great way to spill this information. Or maybe he could have said it like the the armorer could have questioned. Like I thought. <laughs> I thought you, this foundling had a different way that he was going to walk or something, and and uh but but yeah, I guess understanding his current quest, which is to bathe in the waters of the minds of Mandalore, is the most important thing to understand. Mm-hmm. But um, it is weird that they don't even acknowledge the other stuff. Yeah, and I you know, for those that that small uh, group of people who are just Mandalorian watchers, it must be. I mean, you you're gonna have to go back and watch those like two and a half episodes if you really want to know sure i mean you can listen
0: to our our preview podcast where i kind of tried to outline for people who hadn't seen it what happened yeah. in those episodes the the major beats anyway um or yeah just go watch the episodes they're not that long and honestly it's the best part of book of boba fett is the stuff that boba fett is not in so
1: yeah yeah it's, I don't it's, think too, it's, like, it's it. like it's like like watch return of the mandalore the mandalorian is the episode and then the episode after that then that's it
0: gotcha uh, so Mando and Grogu fly somewhere. We'll find out it's Navarro. Um, on the way, Grogu sees some creatures in hyperspace, which I didn't know were a thing. I don't recall ever seeing
1: something like that, and he's worried, so he cuddles up to Mando. Uh, Jim, I'm a Warhammer 40k fan, and if you see some Cthulhu Lovecraftian horrors in the warp, no, you didn't. So no, I don't. <laughs> Like, if you think I, about them, do they come for you or something? Or? Sure, yeah. That's something that can happen. Uh, yeah, I, I just <laughs> okay. think it's... it's I think it's an inherently cool concept mm-hmm. that creatures that dwell within the warp... They yeah, extra-dimensional creatures, sure. They definitely look Cthulhu-ish, and I feel like Grogu was frightened of them. So, like, I don't know mm-hmm. if this is just... Because sometimes Star Wars will just do, like, an awe-inspiring thing. Like, hey, space worm in an asteroid. Doesn't really mm-hmm. go anywhere. Doesn't say it's just, it's just a thing. They could be like monsters in the warp. I, I I don't know if we're going to do anything more than just look at them. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, I thought it was cool, uh, and obviously very very cute in this scene. Yeah, like I, I love the fact that because that's my big question is like what if he gets scared up there? He's got a little crawl. He's got a little. He's <laughs> we don't know. I don't know how it works. But he's got a crawl. He's got express tube that goes from his bubble to the Mandalorian's lap.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to what. I'm trying to piece together like if, what would be the purpose of that with an astromech droid, like the ability to repair some below
1: the bubble problems. How the fuck is an R two unit going to slither through any kind? Have you seen the design of an N one starfighter? I don't think this it's is, possible. This is I think exactly this is
0: what I mean. But could could the pilot reach into the compartment where the astromech is and maybe oh, do some minor repairs? I I just can't imagine like a possible
1: use for a passage. From yeah. that bubble to the I internals think, of the I ship, I think it was added. I think it was added just for Grogu.
0: Also, it seems like such a bad idea because if that bubble pops, which has got to be a weak point on the ship, then all of your oxygen is evacuating out of that ship, right? There's a that's clear, true. like it's all part of the internals of the ship. Well, that's the other the argument cabin. against
1: the, the astromech thing is because the droid was always exposed to space, you know. So yeah, but it's a droid. Who a... cares, right? Well, but yeah, but if he's going to be able to enter the cockpit, like there's an airlock system. That's what I. That's what I mean. It
0: doesn't make a lot of sense for Grogu to be able to climb through there. But okay, sure.
1: I think What's her face put a bank tube in? You know, like those pneumatic tubes right. where you send, they send that you send in checks and they send lollipops or milk bones in back. I think it's it's one of those things where Grogu loads up in the capsule, it makes the thump noise, and he just pops mm-hmm. up there. mm Hmm. <laughs> I love it.
0: All right, they arrive at Navarro to meet an old friend, which turns out to be Grief Karga, who is now High Magistrate. Uh, Grief, Grief offers Mando, boy, that's hard to say, uh, a cushy life of wealth on Navarro. Mando turns down the offer, uh, and a droid then comes in and
1: says, there are pirates in the city. Uh, lots of cool Star Trek, or Star Trek, Star Wars stuff here. You got a tree full mm-hmm. of salacious crumbs. Yep, yep. You got a a frosted C three PO unit, the statue, the IG eleven, which I thought was just a cute nod, but later becomes vital to the episode. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is very much like Billy D Williams showing off Bespin the Han Solo. You know, he's got the cloak, and he's talking about how awesome it is, and how he hopes to maintain his independence. With the, it's yeah, it's it's neat. Um, and him instantly trying to like land the Mandalorian because he needs a marshal and. (laughs) Uh, he's like, you know, he, yeah. it feels like it feels like um Wyatt Earp's first day in Tombstone, you know, when they uh in, in the movie where they got the the sheriff there trying to sell him mm. on oh, you should buy a steak in here and you because yeah, this guy's got this guy's got his, his his fingers in all the pies, right? Totally, um, yeah, uh, boy, you hate to see Navarro
0: being uh. I guess taken over by the British colonial power structures, but I guess that's what
1: he's talking Mm. about here with the landed gentry stuff um... yeah that's, that doesn't sound necessarily pleasant to the
0: yeah they're saying it's a, it's a paradise here look how right. amazing everything and then he whips out landed gentry and I'm like oh Jesus
1: Yeah, it's just okay. this egalitarian paradise of free trade and the rule of law <laughs> with landed gentry and guys walking around in golden cloaks and making, mm-hmm. making deals wheeling and dealing also belters mining asteroid fields at the edge of the system I've seen the mm-hmm. expanse that's not going well yep. check back Back, check back in Navarro <laughs> in hundred years, and let's let's see what kind of sh- oppression sets in. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I like Grogu spinning the chair with the Force. Oh my god! I don't I think really Yoda lo- would approve of
0: this frivolous no, use of his powers. But I love it.
1: We never see this in the series where like a kid's just, and like, but it mm-hmm. still uses that like base rumble of like the Force being used, like when he's like popping a red hot into his mouth or uh-huh. he's spinning the chair. Like every time he spins it, you hear the rumble just kick in for. <laughs> You know, like it's like Yoda lifting Luke's X-wing out of the swamp. Same sound effect for him popping a red out into his mouth. It always makes me laugh. Yeah,
0: no, it's good. I I like seeing what a kid would do with the Force. Not not Anakin, right? Yeah, Anakin never used it for anything fun. Yeah, pod racing looks fun. And killing the men <laughs> and the killing women and the children it's too. Fun? <laughs> I mean, women and children sure, but men? Good lord, that's work. Yeah, that's not fun. Alright, so yes, I really love the statue to IG-11. I think it's very cool when it comes back here later in the episode. Um, But it was cool (laughs) just as like a a nod to one of the the droids. So that's the thing in Star Wars that they don't do often is value Mm. their droids appropriately and their droids' role in society,
1: right? Uh, And I feel like IG-11 got his due here. Some could say they're non human compatriots because uh, everybody in the, the, the Death Star Trench Run got a medal except for the droids Set. and the Wookiee. For the Wookiee, yep. Yep. They can get fucked. Luke, Han, medals. Mm-hmm. Chewbacca sitting right beside Han. Probably a fair amount of <laughs> chewing his ass out to get him to change his mind on the whole thing. No medal. I, I hear they taxidermied Chewbacca and put him
0: as a statue in the, on Yavin for. <laughs> to, to honor him? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I heard was done, but I could be wrong. Uh, I don't really know how long it's been here, I guess, uh, between the Navarro we see before and the Var- Navarro we see now. It I read feels an interview like a long time.
1: Where Favreau's saying two years is how long. Uh, Grogu who okay. spent training with the luke which then i feels, guess i could see it but i i don't know what that means for the greater timeline mm-hmm. like i saw some people seeing that seem to be both too long and too short given what <laughs> everything else is going on but like i don't know whatever it's too years it wouldn't
0: surprise me if they haven't perfectly calibrated that
1: there's also a little i mean there's a lot of that in star wars canon like empire strikes back how long was uh, luke on dagobah How long did it take Han Uh, to crawl with no light speed from where he was at to the Bespin system? Sure. Like six months, a year, two years? We really don't know.
0: Yeah. All right. Grief goes to meet the pirates. Uh, The pirates are led by Vane. Grief invites them back to his office. They want to drink in a school instead and get pretty pushy about it. Grief and Mando have to kill most of them, and then send Vayne on his way to tell his boss that Navarro is no longer friendly to pirates. And then Grief offers Mando a position as marshal. He's trying to make Navarro independent, and Mando turns him down again, then asks to get IG-11 back in service.
1: <laughs> I love that. Who uh, do, do you want to be uh I want you to be on my marshal, Mando. What about Cara Dune? Ah, she's problematic. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Yeah. The
0: the other things are they're kind of hand-waving, right? Like, it's interesting to see which characters they do give appearances to and which characters they hand-wave away. So Gideon is gone. He's sent off to a new Republic War Tribunal, probably either executed or imprisoned for his entire life. Cara Dune, recruited by special forces so she's not going to be on the show mm-hmm. uh the one we do get is bo so you know who they're actually going to have as recurring characters
1: right yeah bo gets an appearance the rest of them get mentioned and gone I wouldn't be surprised if Gideon may- finds a way to break out of that war tribunal
0: maybe maybe we'll see
1: yeah I, I really doubt Cara Dune is coming back I like this pirate standoff it's got my favorite trope in good guy fiction which is the actual ringleader is going to get off with his life all of his underlings executed in cold blood
0: yeah shit rolls downhill man and even the Mandalorian's (laughs) like I don't
1: know why you let this guy free he's like oh he'll spread the word that we're not gonna be fucked with no he's not no he's he's gonna come back
0: and try and murder you did you see that battle
1: cruiser do do you do you think that Navarro is strong enough to repel that because like I was thinking pirates and they they got these little pirate fighters I'm like that's about right sure he comes around an asteroid and it's like this almost imperial star destroyer looking thing
0: you're gonna get glassed man
1: yeah. They can, they
0: can probably wipe Navarro off the face of the planet. Is Navarro the planet um, or the city? Ah, Navarro's
1: the planet, right? Question. But it's also the city? I uh, I uh I think maybe I it is know. the settlement on a planet. Um the thing is is I thought this have you, are you familiar with the Eclipse class star destroyer? Uh no. So this is um like a ship bigger than the Executor class. This was like in a bunch of comic books and I think video games, but it has that very recognizable like ship prow on the front of it. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is nearly as big because that thing's like, again, bigger than even an executor star, uh, star Destroyer, which is already like 12 times bigger than a regular Star Destroyer, which is already a fucking mile long. It's These are huge ships, but uh, I thought it looked exactly like one of those Eclipse class dreadnoughts.
0: Yeah, it does. It does look a lot like it, now that I'm looking at it.
1: Uh, I know. Yeah, I think Navarro is a similar planet. design, different scale.
0: I, I don't know that this city has a name. It's just
1: a city on Navarro, is how it's described everywhere. That yeah, it's, it. our, so our producer a says... Planet. Yeah, so it's got its information. It's a, it's a volcanic planet on the outer rim. It was notable as being the home base of the Bounty Hunters Guild, so...
0: How could it not
1: have the city not have a name? That's wild. Okay. Yeah, it's like Mos Eisley is not the name uh-huh. of the planet. It's Tatooine.
0: Right, but it'd be weird if Mos Eisley was just called a city on the planet Tatooine. Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there are other cities. Yeah, whatever. Maybe Navarro is not. It's a lightly. It's 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 a lightly uh, settled world could be. But I I do I also like the fact that like, you know, they're implying to this cantina, that this is where uh Karga ran all of his bounty hunter books from. And like yeah. the, the like the pirate said it's like I can't believe you you've turned into a school the place so you planned so much murder and mayhem from. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's a different it's a different time. Right. I mean, that's that should be a symbol to you of what he wants to do here. Yeah. Yeah, that's the uh uh, high, what is his name? High, high, high magistrate? magistrate? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that that's not that's not high magistrate Carga. This is now <laughs> it's high just magistrate Carga. Magistrate yeah.
0: yeah, Uh, he got high, and then he realized we probably shouldn't be drinking and killing people. We should probably True. be learning things. True. True. Uh, I really like seeing the Quaran. You don't often see them. They're the squid face aliens. Mm-hmm.
1: There were a couple of others that looked like uh, dog real... types, and yeah, I know they have a name. Yeah, uh, I think they were like, weren't they in the butcher outfit that the uh, the Mando busted up in the previous season? Maybe. Um, but there, yeah, there was a lot of I saw Trandoshan mm, uh, okay. in the later ship scene. There was also those weakways uh, that like work Java skiffs a lot. You see them.
0: Oh, uh, that's what the Yeah, I was trying to place those guys.
1: Yep. Yeah, there's a, there's like a there's a really motley monster looking things. A real motley uh, bounty hunter crew. Yeah, totally. I'm not bounty uh, hunter pirate pirate crew.
0: Yeah, we learned about this guy uh Pirate King Gorian Shard who we'll meet later, which will be interesting to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh y- you know what says nothing says high magistrate? Quite like two service droids holding the corners of your cape as you walk. It's so extra. Nothing says says landed gentry British bullshit more <laughs> than holding your cape. Servants to hold your cape as you walk. Get it's a short Apo- It's a very
1: Apollo Creed thing, right? Carl, like you know, Carl totally. is the showmanship. Like he, would, if he could, he would have little tiny robots holding his his uh, boxing <laughs> robe, right? Yeah, absolutely. The Count of Montefisto would definitely have Mm -hmm. droid droid, uh, people attending his train.
0: Uh, All right, let's go to the montage where Mando rebuilds IG-11, and immediately it gets up and starts trying to kill Grogu. So they have to kill IG-11 again to stop him. Uh, Grief offers to have his droid smiths fix up IG-11, and they try, but his memory circuit's broken. They're hard to find, but they say if Mando can get a replacement, they'll fix him. Side quest time. You thought we were going straight to Mandalore? No, no, no. We no, got we're going to have to season. We got a fetch
1: quest. Probably uh-huh. six of them we got to do before we can go take a bet. You know, before you go bathe in the mines of Mandalore, you got to get the bath bar of Bespin. Uh, that's a bar of soap. And then you're going to have to get the back, back the scrub, scrub scrubber. Or... The scrub brush of, yeah. of, of, of Bo-Katan. Yeah, you're going to have to assemble all the, the sacred robe of Mandalore, <laughs> uh, the fuzzy slippers of destiny. You're going to need all those things uh, before you can take a bath. And mm-hmm. this is just a first step. Um, I thought the scene of uh, IG-11 coming back to life and kind of like dragging itself around like a zombie was cool. Yeah. But I didn't think they sold the horror of it. Like Carl Weathers was just like this is the tu- this is a Tuesday that's happening in my office, and Mando's like <laughs> shooting like uh, accurately but ineffectually, and uh, the but thing is grief grief has to put down one of those cape
0: carrying droids like every other week. Like that's they, <laughs> they, they they just get, go yeah yeah they they get fed up with their lives and they want more and he has to just murder them in cold blood
1: Yeah, they, they he gets them new out of the box they last about a week until they realize the horror of their existence is this is it I'm just going to carry <laughs> this guy's cape around for the rest of my life and they either blow their digital brains out or they go rogue and try to kill every yeah. flesh bag in the room so yeah he goes through a lot of them why do you think he's got such a good r- r- relationship with the Enzelians uh huh he has to revive a lot of droids you, how, do you, how do they pronounce these? And Zelens? yeah, I think okay. so. Okay, so this is the species that uh, Babu Frick, the breakout of uh, Rise of Skywalker. They got to get, oh, they gotta get those in yeah. there. Yeah, um, I thought right. that's a cute. And I like scene. these guys. Yep, I just like everything was miniature. They get these giant blast doors, but then you see uh, grief kneeling down and like he's repeating everything they're saying in pigeon basic. It's I. I, I love that see... Mando squeezed in there, right? Like
0: he did. He have right. to take off most of his armor to get in there. His his
1: his jetpack for sure. It's yeah. like it's like Luke in in and uh, Yoda's hut. Totally, you know? like he just got this giant dude just like folded into this space.
0: Mm-hmm. And then uh... they, they, you know, they they're doing the cute Star Wars thing. They did it with Yoda, like you said. He he'd be like,
1: "Mine, mine." These guys are like bad baby, right? Right. But it's not. it's it's cute star wars but it's not like jar jar stefan and banta shit right it's like stupid star wars yeah yeah it's cute it's this is fan this is family shit Mm -hmm. for sure
0: uh and, and i really i think it's a cool idea that you could bring back to life a statue you know it's it's like but
1: it's kind of dark too this is the hero of their settlement, yes. and they could have at any time attempted to turn him back on. Apparently. And instead, they left him as a statue.
0: Yeah, That's until wild. his real best friend comes along and says, Actually you guys could have done this. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was wild mm-hmm. that like it shows again, yeah, there it's a droid's a hero, but not heroic enough to fix him not even even like it'd be one thing if it's like you know mando we thought about it but like it turns out this memory core is just super rare we've sourced them from the surrounding sectors we can't find anything so Uh in the meantime we got him in a place of honor but it's just like nah we just got to you know fished him out of the lava pool and welded on some bronze shit and there's our statue i feel like at the
0: end of the season well okay they're gonna get him working again i don't think it's it's gonna surprise anybody when that happens right I wish they wouldn't and I wish at the end of the season they'd put him back where he was and we just see a time lapse montage of like sixty years on Navarro of like rain and sleet and rust and pigeons just like degradation. Pigeon shit. Oh, they've got much worse than pigeons on Navarro. The size of the shits that would hit IG eleven are they blow your mind. Uh I just want to see a time lapse of that as he slowly degrades and Navarro around him builds up, right?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> IG-11, forgotten hero. A hundred years from now, people are like, why is there a statue of a robot here? I don't even uh-huh. know. So the, the plaque has fallen off. Right. Why, why is this robot
0: leg on this, on this pedestal? I don't get it. Uh, yeah, that's what I want to see. Do not remove your helmet. We'll be right back.
1: This is the way. Back to the podcast, because here's more Tribe of Two.
0: Anyway, uh, Mando passes on his wisdom about being a Mandalorian to the little baby Grogu, which means navigating the galaxy, knowing how to pilot a ship. Uh, suddenly, Vane and several other pirates show up and chase him through an asteroid field, and they lead Mando to a capital ship where Gorian Shard is waiting. Um, in, in that big-ass ship you were talking about, Mando makes a run for it and gets away. So ultimately, nothing of consequence was lost. Although we do learn a thing or two.
1: I like how Mando is just completely not impressed with these pirates. He's just, mm-hmm. in fact, they film it a lot like in Batman Begins when Batman is like just like he's 100%. skulking in the shadows and he's taking them out one and they can't even know. And what's cool about it is it. like they're, he's doing this very badass thing where like one by one he's picking them up, but then they keep cutting to the cockpit and Grogu is just giggling. So it's like, imagine <laughs> yeah. if Bat, you know, if uh, Christian Bale had like a, a, a two year old Robin and a Robin, baby we're standing in the shadows, watching and giggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole time you <laughs> swooping around and, and stringing dudes up. It's just you hear these like childish giggles. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of fucked up and subversive when you think about it. How much the fact that he's got this little baby in chain mail flying through this asteroid field, getting shot by six starfighters. It's horrifically uh-huh. dangerous. And it's like teaching him the, pl- the lessons, right? Yes, like we just did the twenty-four hour Fast and Furious uh, marathon for charity. Um, th- this entire series uh, setup is essentially uh, Shaw with Vin Diesel's kid in a baby carrier. That mm-hmm. whole scene—it's just that's the series. That's the <laughs> series.
0: And, and especially if. Shaw the whole time were like and this is how you kill a pirate and this is <laughs> how you... With a little you... bit of Leon the professional.
1: He's teaching <laughs> yeah, him the ropes and right, right. how to kill
0: Yeah. Totally. Uh, and, then, and then you see Swamp things slash Salad the Hutt. I don't know what this guy is supposed to be, but it's me pretty on this spectacular.
1: Sell me on this guy's production design, because I think he looks like shitty Swamp Thing, <laughs> shitty Davy Jones. He's entirely too bright green. It's too oh, yeah. much just literally leafy shit on his face. Is, I, is he a kelp monster? I
0: I don't know. He must come from some kind of aquatic or prairie
1: planet, right? Surprised the coral the corns haven't just eaten him already. Yeah, he gets a Mon Cal crewman and he won't his face won't last a day. know, uh, oh, man, I've not seen anything like this aside from Star Wars parodies, like literally
0: like Pizza the Hut it is, a is the closest pizza. thing to this just, guy. It,
1: yeah, it's just I don't know, man. It just I uh, it, it it felt kind of lazy. It felt like it could have had a few more revisions. It just didn't feel real. It felt very plasticky yeah. and, and cheap and fake. I'm with you it didn't feel real like you know the quarrens do or and it's also too other. close to davy jones and uh mm-hmm. the swamp thing yep like we've i mean you can't have like a tentacle face monster pirate captain that's been claimed that's been done <laughs> sure i'm with and you. and adding a swamp thing veneer to it i don't think gets the job done either you know, yeah. like I come to Star Wars for truly unique things and jaw dropping, dropping production design. This apparently I, I, this guy feels like a major antagonist, right? Like he's definitely going to not let this thing with Navarro go. Like, oh, no, I'm, no. He's coming.
0: He's coming back for revenge.
1: Yeah. And I don't know how the whole like, ah, damn it. Are they going to get Boba Fett and what the fuck back? Like, are we going to have oh, a, yeah. essentially the, like calling into favor from Tatooine? calling
0: the bikers the, the
1: uh, speed no. bike gang yeah
0: get them in here they can stop a lot did you see them in action man
1: you know they what I'm gonna, say, instead, I'm gonna say instead i want to say the Mandalor- Mandalorian gonna unify all the Mandalores and you, he's gonna bring back a battalion okay. of Mandalores that that will do the job I don't think Boba his lieutenant and the fucking Vespa biker gang is gonna get it done Mm-hmm. <laughs> how about timothy oliphant bring him, him yeah in. yeah he can be yeah. the marshal i mean shit what he they... is a marshal yeah how come they didn't mention him as a possibility because he's already got his own thing he's already he already is a I, marshal I at a place that needs him
0: yeah he's got a, a whole town of people who rely on him
1: for sure yeah i wouldn't be surprised if he shows up too though uh-huh that would make sense but yeah, I'm scared. I'm scared for Navarro. This this pack this captain seems bloody-minded and uh, if he can't get revenge on Mando, he's going to turn to uh, maybe, grief.
0: Maybe you make IG-11 the marshal. Maybe Mando Ooh. comes back with the memory chip and it's just IG-11 is now the defense of the planet.
1: I think it would be cool if droids got a little bit more of their due. Yeah. Yeah, why not? T- take a little bit more serious as as characters. Mhm.
0: All right, and then we're in the final sequence here where Mando and Grogu arrive at Calavala, which is another planet in the Mandalorian system where there's apparently a Mandalorian castle and they find Bo-Katan there. He offers to join her in retaking Mandalore, but she has no forces anymore because she has no dark saber because Mando has it. Um, no
1: they all... dark forces?
0: No dark forces, no dark saber. <laughs> nothing. Uh, they've all gone off to be mercenaries. And she tells him, you know what, you go lead him since you got the Darksaber, D- you dick. Uh, and then he tells her that he's going to go bathe in the Mines of Mandalore, so he's not going to do any of that
1: leading bullshit. She thinks he's an idiot, but tells him where the Mines are anyway. I like it. Uh, you know, she hurls a lot of counter accusations. You know, he's like, Yo, are you you're just going to give up on Mandalore. It's like, hey. Your uh, cult gave up on Mandalore a long time before I did. Long time before before they even purge. And also, your Children of the Watch bullshit is the one thing that fractured our people along these religious cultural lines and made us susceptible to this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And also, by the way, nothing magic about the mines. We got Beskar from it. Everything else is just bullshit. Um, yeah, it's ritual. It's not.
0: It's not magic,
1: right? well you can't the thing about Star Wars is you can't ever say that because they actually is a mystical energy force that binds the galaxy together so T- totally but like and the there's a of he's not a tap into that
0: is because it's not because he's lost his powers oh, or something yeah, 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 it's because yeah, yeah. he's been right. ostracized uh, what I'm saying is I
1: can't, I wouldn't I wouldn't swear on a stack of Jedi writings uh, that, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that that the, there isn't something mystical about that water there isn't something magical and life changing boy about it. Is Mando going to get
0: superpowers? Is Grogu going to level up? Oh. Bathing in those waters?
1: I wouldn't bet against it. All right. Because we know there's places that are uniquely steeped in the dark side, and there's places like, you know, that cave on Dagobah. There's Mm -hmm. other places that are uniquely, like, like, uh, you know, uh, ley lines or positive uh, surges of the force energy. So, like, yeah, I Mm can see that, like, the minds of Mandalore have some kind of, like, Positive midichlorian bullshit association or something like that. Why not? Is that
0: where the Jedi temples were set up along in those particular? places That's a good places? question. I don't know. I seem or to whether, recall it, that, but I could be wrong. It,
1: it, or it maybe it was an inverse relationship. The fact that all of these light side people inhabiting this for eons made it positive. Because I think that's where they perhaps that yeah. the, 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 the cave was steeped in the dark side because it was the lair of some dark Jedi or Sith at some point.
0: Hmm. Okay. Is that in the novelization? Fuck me. Of, of I don't oh God, if
1: I, I don't know where I got all this forty years of Star Wars history right. ramming around in my my brain, you know. Video games, role playing, comics, sure. novels, take your pick. Reading the backs of back of Kenner figures. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. Uh-huh.
0: Uh so apparently the mines are beneath the Civic Center in the city of Sandari. So he kind of knows exactly where he's going.
1: Uh that's nice. But he's gonna take some detours first. I hope he gets there. and It's going to be like uh, Stardew Valley. The Civic Center's wrecked. Oh yeah, he's got to catch seventeen different Mandalorian fish, and he's got to catch, He's uh-huh. got to. He's got to unearth seventeen varieties of turnip. And and he's got ore, to have a, so he's got to go do a bunch of mining. He's Got to get a three-star platinum turnip the, to mm-hmm. to revitalize the drive the the Mando Walmart out of town. So the ghost of his grandfather will bless the minds of Mandalore, and I everything mean, will work out. He's going to have. How else are you going to stretch this plot? An entire ten episodes, right? He's going to have to make an artisanal batch of peanut butter and give it to his sweetheart, <laughs> so that uh-huh. he or she can get married. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm in for that's that's season four of Man, the Mandalorian. If I got anything to say about it.
0: Uh, this bo katan to me, katan whatever. Uh, feels pretty jaded oh, feels uh pretty pissed about the whole dark saber situation do you think there's any chance she's sending him into a trap her forces are actually laying in wait they're not off being mercenaries she's m- waiting for him I,
1: she might know more than she lets on about what lays ahead but i don't think she would send him into a trap i don't think so she wants that, that saber, man
0: she wants that saber. I don't know if she personally has to take it or if she can outsmart him with a group of her. Yeah, I don't know why she doesn't challenge or... him.
1: Does she not think she can take right. him in a fight? Maybe she
0: she's grown just, you know, close to him and doesn't want to have to try and kill him.
1: Or maybe she's just like you said jaded and like I'm tired of yeah. these idiots wait, you know, cuz like everything <laughs> she says against the mysticism of their mm-hmm. culture has to show that she thinks this dark saber is a bunch of bullshit too, right?
0: I don't she, she I mean she, she understands it's its cultural bullshit, value yes, of whoever yes, holds
1: that yes. leads Mandalore, but she probably thinks that's very stupid. She should it, be yeah, like that I'm sense. just the best Mandalore. You should follow me because I'm the smartest, most cunning, uh most wise. Like yeah. the fact that I don't have this magic stick has gotta drive her crazy.
0: And it's pissing her off that her people are abandoning her 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 and, group, yeah. right? Is abandoning her because she doesn't
1: have this symbol of power. Instead when of some, all she
0: needs is her own personal power, really.
1: Yeah, and instead some dumb fuck backwards inbred cultist has got it and Mm -hmm. has no appreciation for it. It must really drive her crazy. Yeah. But yeah, the fact that she's just kind of lounging, you know, on the throne, (laughs) like everything about her body language is just like she's given up. But it could be a trap. Could be a trap.
0: In the famous words of Mr. Dr. Admiral Akbar. (laughs) I assume he was a doctor.
1: Yeah, you think they're going to type? You think they're going to give someone the, the command of the flagship, the Rebel Alliance, he doesn't have a doctorate, a post-grad oh, right? degree? Come on. <laughs>
0: I don't know. That was just an idea. Maybe it's a trap. But we'll see. We'll see. That's the end of the episode. Uh you have anything else you want to talk about here?
1: Uh, the fact that uh, Admiral Akbar's PhD is literally, this is a converse, literally in underwater basket weaving, which is a major <laughs> doctorate degree. <laughs> Where he comes on from, it. yeah, yeah, on his on it on, on their home world of Quarren. Mm-hmm. They all live. They're actually on the Quarren planet, right? That's canon. Oh, with the so that species lives up to get. Oh. Yeah, there's a Moncal, <laughs> and the Quarrens are. It's not. It's yeah. It's the, the yeah. Their their plan definitely called Moncal. Hmm. So the Quarrens are the secondary species. Okay, that feels right. Hmm. If not, I know how you can correct us. Mando at baldmove.com. Uh, we will be considering that probably next week. Anything you got to say on that, I'll compile the feedback. Mando at baldmove.com is how you uh, tell us about the deep lore that we're missing out on in this uh, this year series. Uh, your overall thoughts and opinions, your speculation, your pet theories about what degree, if any, Admiral Akbar holds. Mando at BaldMove.com. <laughs> Twitter.com slash BaldMove is how you follow along with everything that we're doing that's not Mandalorians. The best way other than just going to our webpage, BaldMove.com, to see what we're on about. Since this is a brand new show, boy, we're in the middle of HBO's The Last of Us. We just took on Mando. We're in the middle of Picard season three, the final season. We're about to start up uh, yellow jackets on Showtime have I missed anything we just did a Creed 3 review we're about to do John Wick chapter 4 in a couple weeks Uh, follow that at twitter.com slash bald move and if you'd like to support what we're doing here and get a ton of bonus content like ad free feeds uh, lunch with Jim and Aaron uh, uh, the spoiler uh, versions of these first run movies check out support.baldmove.com that's gonna do it for this week of The Mandalorian let's see what happens next week until then I'm Aaron and I'm Jim see ya